New Year's Eve, 2017. I'll bet you can probably remember exactly where you were when the clock struck midnight. But can you remember where you were and what you were doing at 11.05 p.m.? That's a question I was asking myself and a bunch of other people this past New Year's Eve when disaster struck at a house party I was attending that night. We were at the home of my two good friends, Ian Harris and Sarah Morton, a lovely apartment furnished with all sorts of antique furniture, plants, different types of art. I just finished delivering my annual New Year's Eve toast, went over really well, and in the aftermath of that speech, with the applause, the clinking glasses, a commotion arose from the back of the room. A bump, a crash, and the host's beloved aloe vera plant had been knocked from its perch on the top of a djembe drum and lay smashed and broken on the floor. Mysteriously, the identity of the responsible party was unknown, and no one came forward to take responsibility. Now, we all understand that these things happen at parties, especially on New Year's Eve. People are dancing, they're having a good time, maybe they've had a few beverages. Sometimes things just get broken. It's not a big deal. We move on. But in this moment, it occurred to me and to others around me that we should get to the bottom of this. And more importantly, that our search for the truth about who knocked over the aloe vera plant should be recorded, preserved, and shared with the world in the form of a multi-part investigative podcast. One story told 10 to 15 minutes at a time. Do you know we're interviewing people about the uh, aloe vera plant? The aloe vera plant. Do you know about the aloe vera plant? Uh, I know that it's often used uh, when people have minor burns. No, but like the specific one in this apartment yeah. was knocked over and it broke. The knocked over the broke? Yeah, yeah, earlier tonight, this? earlier tonight. Who was responsible? Was well, it? that's what we're trying to figure out. This is Party Foul. Party Foul is a new investigative podcast from the people behind, well, nothing. We've never really actually done this before. Uh, each episode, we're going to share some of the evidence that we gathered from around the party that night as we search for the truth and try to solve the mystery of the broken aloe vera plant. So you were here at the party when the aloe plant broke, right? Correct. Did you see anything with that? Uh, define, see anything. Like, did you see it happen? No. Um, so you weren't actually here, though, when the, the aloe plant broke? Mentally, <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, did you see the uh, aloe vera plant get broken? No, I didn't. I saw nothing. Um, what can you tell us about the aloe vera plant destruction? Well, I think I have a lot to offer. I was having drinks by the Christmas tree. I heard a large smashing sound. I didn't know what it was. Did, did you see who did it or what happened? No, not at all. 
Jordan, you weren't here at the party, right, when this happened, when the, the plant broke? Yeah, I'm, I'm certain that I was only here after, I would say, 12 p.m., uh, or 12 a.m., rather, uh, Jan 1. I was not a witness of the incident. You, you weren't actually here at the party yet when this happened, is that right? I think I was either at work or in an Uber. What did you see? I didn't see shit. I was frustrated at first that so many people at the party seemed to know nothing about how the aloe vera plant was smashed, but I knew I had to soldier on and continue trying to crack the case, if only to give peace of mind to Sarah, my good friend, the plant's owner, the host of the party, who I knew was just devastated by the tragic loss of this plant. And we're talking to Sarah Morton. She's the owner of the aloe vera plant. How do you you feel about the loss of this plant? I'm totally fine with that. I have no, it's all good. Sarah was very okay with it breaking. Okay. She wasn't panicked at all. I helped her clean it up. That's all I can say. I mean, just inconsolable and consumed in a way by the need to find out who was responsible so she could tell them how she felt about what they had done to her plant. If you could say anything to the person responsible for destroying the aloe vera plant, um, what, what would that be? I love you. We all make mistakes. I really have no strong feelings about that plant. I don't care about its demise. We'll try to save it, but if not, it's totally fine. We are... Our apartment's overcluttered as it is, so I really am totally fine with the whole thing. I was determined to figure this out and find the responsible party. And as I started talking to more and more people around the party, the events surrounding the plant's demise began to take shape. Let me paint the picture. So there's one thing I know for sure. Dua Lipa was playing because she was playing nonstop. And I remember also, because it was coming into the part of the song that I needed to dance, I did a little like rodeo, uh, throw down, uh, like nay-nay, all sorts of moves I could figure in just like the instant I had to do it. I just assumed it happened. So I was, you gave a speech and then shortly thereafter I heard a noise. It sounded like something broke, but I wasn't sure and I was concerned because we have that very breakable tower there that you were standing by. Did you see who did it? No. Do you have any idea as to who did it? Uh, I was standing at the opposite end of the kitchen counter when I heard the sound. So you were pretty close, actually. Uh, It was fairly crowded, but I guess I was within uh, about three meters. A little bit later, someone came and told me there was a big mess, so I went check it out. And then I saw Trish and Ian hug and talk about something, and then I heard it. The more people I talked to, the more two names kept coming up. Trish Gautier and Alex Minkin. These two party guests were the closest in proximity to the plant when it was destroyed, and they became the prime suspects in the case. All right, so uh, me and Trish were uh, standing in the kitchen. That's Alex Minkin. Some people refer to him as Mun. He's a good friend of Ian and Sarah, the party hosts. Trish, who he's referring to, is our other prime suspect, Patricia Gauthier. Uh, Trish was the closest to the aloe vera plant. And then I was, uh, it was like me. I was standing there. And then Trish was standing in between me and the aloe vera plant. So I have photo evidence of me standing on the chair. 
that's Trish talking. Uh, Trish is Sarah's cousin and the fiance to Ian's longtime friend, Aaron Kramer. And then I stepped off the chair and took a step forward, and then the plan fell off, and I didn't see who broke the plan. But I feel like it wasn't me, but I was the closest to the plan. Like, who was in the vicinity of the owl plan? I know that Trish was because everyone started blaming her as a joke. As a joke, but then kind of seriously? Well, everyone started blaming her as a joke and then started blaming her seriously. I don't know if she ever took the blame seriously. Okay. I'm, I'm just recounting this scene. I, uh, I, was, I was actually standing exactly where I was standing, and I was looking a little bit that way, and I remember there was a bit of a, a crash, and Trish was standing right in front of me. It was an oh-my-God moment, and I feel like the, she was trying to get from one side to the other, and it just didn't work out well. A lot of people told me that Minkin did it. Do you have any sort of sense of who might be responsible? Well, I mean, I think I would be an absolute fool to say anybody but Minkin. I mean, that's just what uh, what I've been told by people that I trust. So you see, I'm standing over here. Trish is next to me. And after Trish is this drum. Now, the elevator plan was actually on the drum. Yeah. I know the djembe fell over. Yeah. Because it was sitting on the djembe. I... And then I don't really know. To be honest, I didn't really see like who hit it or, or like who might have tipped it over. I don't really know. But it got tipped over. Somebody. Definitely not me. I didn't touch it. Because we're in a very similar well, position. Hang, hang on. We'll take a picture of this later so, that, yeah, so we can see what he's talking about. If you're interested, uh, many of the photos that were taken in the course of this investigation uh, and given to us by some of the witnesses uh, have been posted on our website, partyfowlpodcast.com. You can go check them out, take a look, see for yourself. Frankly, I don't think they prove anything at all. And then when I jumped down at the plan of October, because I'm really fat. Is that what you're saying? Is that what you were saying? I actually think you're looking great. Um, Put that on the record. You know, I think... Uh, For the record, uh, the prime suspect is saying that uh, the secondary suspect is looking great. Absolutely. And so the stage was set. Two prime suspects for the crime had been identified, and it wasn't even midnight. On the next episode of Party Foul, we delve deeper into the claims against Trish. Tune in to see what those around the party had to say about her as a potential culprit. Like this. Um, what can you tell me about Trish Gojek? She does love to knock things over. It's like a common trait. All that and more on the next episode of Party Foul. Party Foul is created, produced, and mixed by me, Chris Horkins, with technical assistance from Alex Minkin. The theme music is called Night Owl by Broke for Free. Special thanks to Ian Harris, Sarah Morton, Trish Gauthier, Ian Feebig, Alyssa Allen, Anton Strasberg, Jordan Alderson, Simon Chernin, Kyle Purvis, and Zach Tucker Abramson, all of whose voices were heard on this particular episode. Party Foul is brought to you by Toronto-style, lightly charred hot dogs. TorontoChard.Culture is the best in the world, and you can enjoy a Toronto-style chart dog at any of the over 233 vendors across the city. But don't take my word for it. Uh, what do you think about chart dogs? Uh, I love them. I love them. I got one, uh, actually got one yesterday. I was so hungover, I went to the Burger Priest, 
And then on the way walking back from the Burger Bridge, you'd think I'd be stuffed, right? Yeah, I walked by a Toronto yeah. stand, and that, you know, and I had to still get a charred oh dog. Yeah, like after a double cheeseburger with large fries and a yeah, drink, I, know, I, I know. still got a Toronto stuff. Chopped onions, chopped onions, uh, extra peppers, peppers oh ketchup, mustard. Okay, well, a little bit. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna continue that on our new podcast, the Hot Dog Minute. But right now, we're still on the investigative okay. path.